All right, can you hear me now? You cannot hear me. Okay, I can hear you now. Yep, I can hear you now. You can hear me? Yeah, I can hear yeah. you now. Yeah, yeah, my bad. That was that was uh, my my joint was all the way low. What's good, brother? We got a, we got a lot to talk about today, man. We got a lot to talk about today, man. Yeah, man. I always just want to, you know, hit you up and turn on the microphone so yeah, I know it's gonna be good. Yeah. Where did you go to school? Where did you go to school? I went to um Clark Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah, Clark. I thought so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so. I don't think people. I was on a panel once with um a very uh like a panel for high school students and. I remember the one of the kids asked a question about HBCUs, and there was a member on the panelist, a very progressive woman. She didn't even know what an HBCU was, and it was surprising to me, um, just because you know I figure that you know, people people do historically black black colleges and universities. So, um, in which Clark is Clark is an HBCU in Atlanta. Um, how do you? I mean, just talk. I mean. What was your experience like at Clark? And I'm asking that question in the sense of what was your experience like? Um, was it at all different from what you would expect at a traditional college or university? Yeah, so I said, yeah, it definitely was different. So it's funny because I actually, so I went to a to all all boys high school, private high school in uh, in New York City in Staten Island. Um, and it was a small school. It was about like 740 kids. So I'd say about like 40 tops, 40 were, were minorities. The rest were, were, um, were white. Right. But, um, mm-hmm. I never had an issue in high school. Right. So then when I went to college, I started looking at, you know, okay, what, what do I want to do? Right. And at first I was thinking about doing the whole physical therapy route. So I was looking at BCU, mm-hmm. which uh, back then was uh, one of the top programs. So was, uh, you know, in the, in the little uh, tour, looking at schools and everything, you know, back then we had the big books, right? So we had the big books. You, you look at what, uh, what your grades and those uh, SATs and SATs got, had to look like in order to, to, to even be, uh, to be considered at one of these considered, places. Yeah, to even be considered yeah. at any of these schools. And then, you know, I came across, so I didn't even know about HBCU until like, yeah, my, my, my junior year, my junior year of high school, right? So then yeah. I went down um, to Atlanta and it's crazy because I went down there during homecoming. So, you know, and I told you this, the story, so I, I just, you know, I just keep it real. So I went down there during homecoming. And for uh, those who don't know, homecoming at an HBCU is ridiculous. It's it's, absolutely insane. As a matter of fact, some people even make the like all around the country go to like Howard's homecoming in Washington, D.C. I'm sure it's the same for some of the Atlanta HBCUs. But like I've been invited several times across the years to go to Howard's uh, homecoming. So it's just an insane an insane time. As a matter of fact, you'll have like famous artists. Just they'll be they'll be having concerts there at the at homecoming and stuff. So it's not like, you know, your traditional marching band homecoming thing. It's 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 wild at, at homecoming. 
Yeah, yeah, it's ridiculous. It's not your like your usual like, hey, let's go ahead and get like a you know a case of a beer or something like that, right? Yeah, a right. keg and you know um, set up shop here, like tailgating or whatever. It's it's much more than that, like much more extravagant. Yeah. I mean, this is like yeah. you know, I remember being a freshman. Actually, I'll just I'll just tell a quick story before we get into it. Um, Kanye was down there before he became you know I'm talking about Kanye with the backpack and the polos, right? Like this is like way back when, right? So. <laughs> Um, performance. So anyway, so I go down there during homecoming and uh, it's almost like Coachella or something like that, you know. For, for, yeah, you know, I mean, it's so, just like yeah. a week of madness. So I'm down there. For, so, huh. so again, I'm down there for the whole week, right? So you got to understand like they got a week of festivities and, and different activities and everything, right? So I'm down there um, with, with somebody that, at the time that, that was my boy and he was he, he was a freshman. So he was like, yo, come down or whatever. So I stayed with him. <laughs> So I had the whole experience, right? I didn't stay in the hotel or whatever. Like I, I was in the dorm. I went to a couple of classes with him and everything. And he was like, yo, this is college life or whatever. You know what I'm saying? I was wow. Like, hey. So I'm sitting in class and I'm like, you know, again, I'm going to keep it real. Like I went to all boys high school. So there was zero girls. There was zero girls. Okay. So again, Clark Atlanta is part of the HB, um, part of the AUC, right? So you got, uh, oh, at that time you had Morris Brown, you got Morehouse, and then you got Spelman, right? So all those Spelman schools, is an all girls school, and then Morehouse is an all all male school. Exactly. And, and then um, Clark is the um, Clark is the only co-ed school down there, and it's also the only university in the AUC. So I just want to go ahead and I'll put that out there. Um, it's the only university in the AUC, and all of these schools are in the same couple of block radius. I mean, like like walking distance, They're right I mean, next could, to each other. Yeah, yeah, you could just. I mean, sometimes you know, and, and push comes to shove. Like especially you know, once you get towards the end of your 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 collegiate career, you have to go to some of these schools. You may have to go to some of these campuses to to take some coursework there, right? To to finish and to graduate on time, right? Which I did, um, as well. So I'm sitting in class, right, and. Um, you know, I'm in the back because I'm, you know, I'm not a student or whatever, so I'm not going to try to interfere with anything. So I'm in the back and I'm counting. I'm like, man, I was like, OK, it's like it's like 25 women in this class and like eight guys. I'm like, OK, this is OK. I'm like, again, I went to all boys high school. Right. So I'm like, OK, this is um, OK, cool. This is this is interesting. You know, uh, this is cool. So. You know, we continue to do not that. to interrupt you, Will, but I have like five notes for this conversation. One of them is I've always heard the female to male ratio was completely out of whack at it to speak to that. So you just spec you just spoke truth to that to that. Well, listen, to 17 that to one. 17 to one. Yeah. Like it's 17 to one. Like it's like it's real. It's real. So we, you know, we continue throughout the week. We uh get into some f- festivities or whatever, you know, some parties. And do the whole whole coming whole homecoming thing. So I'm talking to him, and I'm like, I'm like, bro, I'm like, is it is it like this like all the time? And he's like, yeah, it's like this all the time. I'm like, for real? Like, yeah. I'm like, all right. So I wasn't even considering Clark. Like, I wasn't even considering like Clark Atlanta, right? Like, again, I'm from New York. So, but but one of the things that I did know, like coming up, because like you know, like the SUNY schools, State University uh, of New York. Those, I mean, it's cold. They're in cold place, cold places. So I knew for a fact I was not going to a SUNY school. Like, I, like there was no if, ands, or buts about it. I was not going to any SUNY school. So I was actually looking at some schools in Florida, and I was looking to um, some other schools, like in Virginia and um, Carolinas or whatever. And um, he was like, "Yeah, it's like this all the time." So I'm like, "I bet." So 
the day I'm leaving, we run over to the admissions office and I grab an application real quick. You know, again, this is, uh, you know, back then, this is the time when like you write, you know, you're writing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're, you're, yeah. you're out there with the number two, you know what I'm saying? With the number two pencil right. and erase and everything. Right. Like you're writing out your application. So I grab an application before I head to the airport. Man, I banged out that um, the application out real quick on the flight home, you know, which uh, which to New York is like a little bit less than two hours. Put a nice little um, essay in there or whatever, you know, my little life story. You put an essay together on the plane? Man, listen. I mean, well, I, I put the, uh, the, the the regular stuff, the, the essay, the essay, um, you know, I, I banged out when I when I got home. But I was pretty okay. much like, okay. um, you know, I set it up. I set it up. On, on the plane, you know, like, okay, like we're going to, you know, you got the whole like five paragraph deal, you know what I'm saying? It's like your regular degular essay, right? They, they, you're not, you're not trying to, you're not, you're not writing out a thesis out here or anything, you know what I'm saying? To get into, into college, you know, but I had pretty much like the, uh, the intro and, and then the, the middle part and then the end pretty much all constructed by the time I got home, send that in and then just wait, you know? So I got into a couple of schools and actually Morehouse was one of them as well. Right. So I, I applied to Morehouse and I got in. But I was like, OK, I don't want to go to Morehouse because I was like, I can't do I can't do another four years. And now, granted, you do have, you know, you do have uh, the ability to have women in your class from time to time or even, you know, yeah. go over to, to Spelman or or Clark to take some some coursework. And to provide there. some more context for Spelman versus Morehouse, Morehouse is a very. um you know, there's a saying more. You think of Michigan man. Well, there is a saying that oh, the Morehouse man. You're thinking about gentlemen who wear suits and bow ties and fit like this. There's a there is a image associated with Morehouse, and there's also an image associated with with Spelman, uh, the Spelman woman. And um, the tradition is is that Mormon and Morehouse and Spelman. Uh, graduates, you know, marry each other to keep it all in the family, so to speak. But just to, you know, for people who don't understand the context, the the history of at least those two universities is it has a, a it's a status symbol um, in the in the black community. A more, I mean, there's a judge here locally who's very proud about being uh, a, a Morehouse man. I was actually hanging out with some with uh, a woman um, yesterday who went to Spelman and uh, she's dating a white guy. And, and Will, you would know that that's just, that's like, what, like, whoa, like, whoa. So um, anyway, I want to provide that, that context. So go ahead. Yeah. So I get in, I, I get into a couple of schools and, you know, a couple of schools also in, uh, in Virginia that I was looking at, right. Some, uh, some HBCUs up there. Cause I was like, okay, it's a, it's driving distance from New York. So it would be a, like an easy trip if I want to, you know, commute, if I want to come back and forth or whatever from time to time. But again, I couldn't get out of my head. I'm like, yo, like, I was just down there for a whole week. Like he said, it's like this every day. So I'm like, you're telling me that in four years, eight semesters, we're going to, we're going to hit it off like this done, done deal, like done and done. So I committed to Clark, um, you know, and just made it happen. It was pretty much like, okay, like what, uh, what orientation do you want to attend? So I, I attended the last orientation so that I had, to, I didn't have to come back home. Right. So I, I was there like a couple weeks early before everybody else uh, was down there and it was just, it was just um, game over from there. So yeah, it was, it was, it was man. What, were the, what was generally the ethnic demographics of your classes? Was it a hundred percent black? Was it, were there some um, other ethnicities in your classes? 90. Were there whites, nothing. Were there white students in, in, did you have any white classmates? No. Nothing's one hundred percent, but it was ninety nine point nine percent black. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. 
So right. well, the experience was good. Again, the experience is good. I think, um, you know, it's all about what you what you make it right. And if you were to ask me, like, hey, would you do it all over again? My answer without even thinking about it would be yes. Absolutely. Um, because I had a I had a great experience um, down there. Not only was I able to to, to enjoy my collegiate um, career, but then also like I got some great opportunities. Right, like I, it's not like I'm one of these guys that okay, hey, my first like real job was when I graduated college. Right, like I was um, my first uh, my first internship, which was a paid internship. We, we could talk about also. We're going to talk about that in a, in a little bit as well. Um, my first internship was with the mayor's office of Atlanta. Right. Um, working in constituent services. And, you know, I had some good, uh, good mentors coming up while I was in a, when I was in college and pretty much uh, helped me navigate through what I wanted to do when I came out. Um, so I always knew I wanted to be in marketing. Right. I always knew that, like, there was no ifs, ands or buts about it. I was going to major in business like there was nothing else. Right. Like once I it was pretty much between that and like being a physical therapist. And I was like, ah, you know, me knowing myself, like I'm, I'm like super hyper. Can I can I can I do that or do I need to move around? So I, I chose uh, I chose business. So I was a more I was a marketing major. And then, you know, yeah, came out of school, you know, um, had uh, had six offers and, and everything was 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 good. So I think, you know, in certain situations and again, I think this is why we're having the conversations, because is what what you make of it, right? You could put yeah. people in the best situations, but that doesn't always mean that everything's going to work out the way that, you know, quote unquote, it's supposed to work out. Well, there's such a pride associated with going to an HBCU. I mean, that's just, there's absolute, there is. Does, does going to Clark at all inform your identity today? And I know that that's like a very, um, I don't know, <laughs> analytical question, but, um, yeah, I mean, is there anything about going to that school that you would say informs who Will Rivera is? No, no, no. To, to answer that question, no, it's not. <clears throat> Again, it, it was a good experience. I got a lot out of it, but I don't think that like, hey, I think you have to take everything right from like even from my childhood to the things that happened after I graduated college, right? Collectively that make like who I am now, um, which is cool. So yeah, but I wouldn't say like, you know, um, yeah, going to Clark Atlanta is, you know, X, Y, and Z, but it, it, it did have a major part in, you know, who I am today. And, and again, like I said, I wouldn't, I would go back in a heartbeat and do it all over again if I could. Well, obviously we, you know, one of the reasons why we wanted to talk today is because uh, HBCUs are in the news. Deion Sanders, Travis Hunter, um, you know, Deion Sanders has absolutely had a, a ripple effect on college football. I mean, the Celebration Bowl was on ABC yesterday, a primetime game, um, waiting to see the Nielsen rating, but is expected to be the most watched HBCU game ever. Um, I mean, yeah, man, what this has been a hot topic. Uh, Travis Hunter deciding to spurn Florida State and go to be with uh, Deion Sanders at Jackson State. Um, what were your What were your thoughts? What are you, What are your I mean, just get just go, Will. Will Travis Hunter, Deion Sanders, Jackson State, go. Man, um, all right. So, all right. So I wake up. You know, I'm going. My my boys are sending me some stuff on Instagram um, stories, showing me what uh what's going on and, and pretty much like, you know, Hunter, he's, he's about to announce where he's going to go right now. We know he's like the top, top 
top prospect in the country for for DB, and he has a couple of big schools looking after him, right? So you got uh, FSU, you got UGA, and some of other big schools uh, taking a look at him. So everybody's uh, like, hey, like, oh, we, we, we got a word that he may go to um, Jackson State. You know what I'm saying? He may go to Jackson State. So that becomes a thing, right? And then finally, we we watch the video and we see that not only did he announce he was going to go to Jackson State and, and play for, for Dion, but then at the same time, like, you know, the whole, like, taking out each hat and then throwing it to the side and everything, that became like a spectacle. That became pretty much like dramatic or whatever. So people were making a big deal out of that. But here's my thing. <clears throat> In 2021, where you, as a as a college athlete, have have more options than 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 you ever had before, right? Because the NIL, right? Now you could be mad at um, how this whole thing played out, you know, but you also have to take a look and and blame first and foremost the NCAA. They had an opportunity um, to step up and do something. They didn't. So then it got taken, the, the the choice got taken out of their hands, and now we have this, right? Okay. So here's my problem with the um with the with the Hunter situation. The people that have an issue with it, none of them are able to tell you exactly why they have an issue with it. Does that make sense, Felix? So so then what 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 comes to mind is this. People ask me you know, later on that day, the next couple of days, like, Hey, what, what was the issue? Why, why, why do people have an issue? Cause I'm not well-versed, right? Like why do people have an issue with Hunter choosing Jackson state over these other schools? And it's real simple. It's real simple, Felix. Okay. I'm going to break it down. Just real simple. People have an issue with Hunter picking Jackson state university because they have an issue with a young black man deciding where he is going to go for the next couple of years and what he is going to do for his future. Simple as that. Now, if anybody's like, nah, that's not the case, then you cool. then you have to challenge them. You have to challenge them. Well, I mean, it's my, it is my job as to, you know, to push back on that. They would say that, well, Travis Hunter is not going to get the same development opportunity because he's playing at a lower level of competition and if his ultimate objective is to go to the NFL, will then um, then that that objective he's he's giving himself an obstacle by you know starting at a lower level of competition at the FCS level where you know he would have a, a better opportunity to develop himself if he went to Florida State or if he went to an, an FBS school. What uh, what what school did uh, Carson Wentz go to? Uh, what North Dakota? Okay. Were they were they a um, big time program? Were they a P five? No, no, they weren't. They weren't. What what uh, what 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 the uh, what what, uh, what position did um or what draft pick was a uh, Carson Wentz? The uh, number what three or something like that overall. Oh, okay, okay. You see what I'm saying, Felix? Mm-hmm. I'm just speaking to the people who can't speak Joe to you Flacco, right now, Joe Will. Flacco, what, uh, what, no, I understand. We're just having a conversation. What uh, what school did Joe Flacco go to? Delaware. Okay. Big time program? I mean, no, not 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 Florida State. Okay. What uh, what bowl game also is a uh, Florida State playing in um in in this <laughs> I don't year? think that they're playing in any bowl oh, game. Not? I don't think okay. they're playing. 
I thought there was just an issue with my uh, my schedule here at the apps that I'm looking at because I don't see them on the schedule. So no, here's the problem, though. So we have to touch on this as well because I'm glad you brought that up, right? Um, so I like to be fact-based, right, Felix? I'm like, when I talk, I just want to talk, right? Because then people could uh, call you out and, and, and uh, challenge you. So I like to be fact-based. So I looked this up because I remember this happening. There's a tweet <clears throat> that came out February 26, 2018 from Jalen Ramsey. Jimbo Fisher at the time when he was going over to um, Texas A&M claimed that, you know, hey, um, you know, DBs or whatever, if you want to come. Um, and then they had like the all these graphics and everything like DB alert, nothing but real facts. And then they <clears throat> um, have a graphic of how many total NFL starts, the, um, how much money the average player makes. And Jalen Ramsey, Jalen Ramsey himself which you obviously know the, the the college player in the college game more than me, right, Felix? Okay. When Jalen Ramsey was coming out, was he or was he not undeniably the best DB out of his class? I, To be honest with you, I don't remember his class partic- particularly. But hey, you know what? He was so good as a freshman. Yes. Yes, okay, he, cool. had, he had to be. Yeah. Okay, cool. So this is, what he, this is what he tweeted. This is what he retweeted. He didn't teach me not one DB technique. He's talking about Jimbo Fisher. So let me ask you a question. Hunter goes to these other schools. What do you think that they're going to be able to teach him about DB technique? Yeah. So I think that defensive back is a position that relies on athleticism more than any other position more than any other position quite frankly. I think running back is similar. I think left tackle is similar where you, you Left tackle is a little more technical, but I think that defensive back when we're like, we're going to talk, we're, we're going to see sauce Gardner play in the, uh, in the playoff here soon. What does sauce Gardner do? He lines up, he runs in press and he mirrors you. I mean, I don't know that that necessarily takes a lot of technique. It takes a lot of athleticism and repetition, but I don't know that it necessarily takes a lot of technique. It takes physical development. That's my, that's my opinion. Um, so no, I, I, I'm right there with you. I'm right there with you. Again, you know, it's just like, so I need, again, we could have the conversation. I'm good. Like if you have an issue with something, all good, but you, but you have to explain, it's just like, you know, and you're, you're, you're a lawyer. So I'm, you know, I'm pretty sure that you go through a lot of uh, paperwork and, and things of that nature. When, when you're applying for stuff or when you're going down through a questionnaire, there's a, there's some questions. There's like, Hey, um, yes or no. If yes, then there's a drop down. There's an, there's another section explain. Do you understand what I'm saying? So it's the same situation with this. If you have an issue with Hunter not going to one of these other schools, you can't just be like, well, I just have an issue. That's it. No. Why? The problem is, is that a lot of these people are not able to tell you or not able to articulate the issue as to why they have an issue with him going to Jackson State University. Again, the the, the world has changed, right? Um, you have YouTube. Yeah, and now. I think that that's part of the thing. I mean, I'm going to steal this line from Chris Moxley. Um uh, in our in our in our chat, shout and out shout said, out Mox shout out Mox, and he and he said because something is unprecedented and people say that it can that it can't happen, and I don't think that a as a matter I mean it's factual. I don't, a defensive back being drafted in the first round or highly in the first round coming from a lower ranked school or an HBCU is not unprecedented. 
I mean, we just had Dominic Rogers Cromarty uh, come from Tennessee State. He was the 16th overall pick in the NFL draft. So it can actually actually happen. I mean, I just looked up some names. Former um, New York football giant. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Darius Leonard here recently. Uh, I think Darius Leonard was the um, – did he get defensive player of the year? I believe he did. South Carolina State. Um, Tariq Cohen here recently. North Carolina A&T. Um, and then, I mean, we can go through the – you know, the Hall of Famers, that list, Shannon Sharp, Steve McNair, Michael Strahan, Walter Payton from the aforementioned Jackson State, Jerry Rice. And so I don't I mean, I don't know that we've ever seen a player as talented as Travis Hunter choose an HBCU or choose an FCS program. So I don't think that we can say, well, we have evidence that he can't develop there at that program he can't turn into an NFL caliber player. He's somehow hurt his draft stock. I don't think that we, we don't, we just don't know that this is an, un, this is an, uh, this is an unprecedented time. NIL, Deion Sanders. There are a lot of things that make this time uncertain. And again, I, I think if the, if the player is physically developed enough, if they're ready for the NFL, they will find you. I know this for a fact. I played with Brandon Carr at Grand Valley State University. He was drafted in the fifth round by the Kansas City Chiefs, Herm Edwards, Kansas City Chiefs. If they can find Brandon Carr at Division II Allendale, Grand Valley State University, they will find Travis Hunter, who everyone already knows. He's going to have eyes on him for the rest of his career. They will find him, and he will be a first-round draft pick if he if he uh, d- deserves it. I don't think, like, he's going to go under the red. Yeah, absolutely. So so, to, so to your point, it's just like, you know, now, again, Felix, do you do you not think that now because Hunter made that decision, you don't you don't think some of these trucks are going to be parked outside of uh, Jackson State next Saturday, um, um, next year on Saturdays? You don't think Oh, I mean, gonna- I, yeah, we've already seen it with, I mean, the, ABC, ESPN inked a six-year deal with the Celebration Bowl after Deion Sanders was hired. I mean, Travis Hunter going there, Shadur Sanders going there. It's going to bring more eyeballs to um, to that particular team. That, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So it's just one of those things where, um, okay, well now, um, you know that that kid made a made his choice, and it's all good. Again, the NIL changes everything, right? So the, the money situation is fine um Dion being there and you're you're being you're being coached uh under him and he's going to teach you everything anything and everything that 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 he knows and you need to know in order to be um successful at the next level great but even if none of that happens listen even if he flames out and he and, he, and he's not good what does it matter Felix because at the end of the day it's his decision he can go wherever he wants to go am I right or wrong you're absolutely right. Of course, we're talking to Will Rivera, biased opinions underscore uh, about Travis Hunter, um, HBCU life, and uh, uh, everything going on in the world today. I just love talking to Will. I know I can just turn on a microphone and he will. I didn't even tell you we were starting. I no, I just, say, you know what? I'm good thing. I, I, I looked up at the top left because I was going to ask you how, how your kids were doing. I was going to ask you what you eat for breakfast. No, 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 no. We just jumped into it. A, 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 cup of, a cup of coffee. You know, I didn't know. It was, you know, I was going to be you a little bit, but I'm glad that I looked at it to the top left, man. And I saw live and I saw the count. See, I would have cut, cut that out if necessary, but I just, I want to make sure that I capture everything that Will is saying. That's why you jumped in here. We're already recording. Yeah, all, all good, man. All good. But listen, um, you 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 made a mention of, of, of our guy Chris Moxley, right? Okay, so this is a perfect example, right? Because he's a um South Carolina alum and uh 
more, more recently, Spencer Rattler went into this um, transfer portal now, and he chose uh, South Carolina, right? Okay. I mean, even even going back to, like, when he was in high school, right? He was on that show on Netflix, uh, QB1, right? We saw he was doing his thing. He was out there in Arizona just, like, slinging it. Like, I mean, like, this dude was, like, definitely one of the the, the, the highly touted, um, most uh, desirable quarterbacks coming out of high school. Chose to go to Oklahoma, play for Lincoln Riley, who, um, you know, had a couple of uh, Heisman Trophy winners already um, at the quarterback position. Cool. Didn't do well this year. Not even the whole year. He got he got taken out. He got pulled in the middle of the, in, in the season. Caleb Williams came in, finished out the season. So he transfers. Right. He goes to South Carolina. Now, let me ask you a question, Felix. What what has South Carolina competed for? The last couple or several years, nothing here recently. Okay, they're not even they're not even um, um, on the way to being competitive. We don't even know if they're the best school in the Carolinas. Do you understand what I'm saying? So, sure. so, so the thing is, like, listen, anything could happen. You could be the best prospect, and you could go. You know, he could have went to FSU, which again, um, all those guys are, are at home as well, like with us watching the bowl games because he didn't reach that mark to, to become el- bowl eligible. So they're all watching the bowl games as well as we are on TV. And um, now it's like, hey, uh, Hunter yeah, made this decision. The to opportunity. That's it, yeah. man. Yeah. You know, listen, now, now I'm going to tell you something. Just look at it. You know, f- forget forget college football. Forget sports. Let's just talk about other things, right? Let's just talk about how, how the dynamics and other industries have changed, right? I'm from New York City. Right. So growing up, it was public transportation and taxis. Right. When I was younger, if you would have told me that, hey, in the future, in the future, um, when you're an adult, the uh, the the main. Form of transportation outside of uh, public transportation is going to be Uber and not the taxi company. You know, I like to play. I like to play. I wouldn't bet you any money. I would bet my life that would never happen. And, And now taxis are obsolete. Look at Airbnbs. The the hotel companies, the, the hotel um, companies or corporations had a chance to, to, to make that happen. They didn't. Now there's Airbnbs. Talking everything life, football, this is Will's Storytime.